can help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics beat the Orlando Magic 126-120. The Celtics are now 3-0. I don't know if I believe this stat, but they said it during the broadcast. The first time they've been 3-0 since 1999-2000 season. Uh, So, gotta love that, right? Uh, gonna follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and to get things started off here, I need to mention Jason Tatum for having a forty-point game, uh, but he is not my player of the game today. And I know I'm probably gonna get some flack for that. Feel free to come at me, uh, but this is Derek White. This is an absolute Derek White game. Uh, so. Super impressed with like the way he played today. Because normally you go back last year, obviously he came in, didn't have a full season with us. Uh, he kind of struggled shooting. His shot this season is so much better. It's a much faster release and it is it just looks fluid. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, but Derek White tonight, 27 points, four rebounds. Four assists, 10 of 17 from the field, five of nine from three. There was a point where he was four of five from three. The only single three that he had missed up until the third quarter was a wide open one. Every other shot, pretty contested, but he was hitting them in a high clip. Uh, So this is just a, a very, very impressive game for Derek White. And you want to talk about down the stretch, too. This is where, to me, he was most impressive because there were a lot of times uh, throughout the game where the Celtics offense sort of stagnated. Derek White drove to the basket, made something happen. And you saw it late in the game, too. He had a a stretch, uh, turned the corner, and then absolutely slammed the ball hard with like a minute 55 left to go up five. And then immediately sprints back on defense, takes a charge. Like that right there is the turning point of this game for the Celtics. Uh, The entire game, it was really back and forth, right? But that specific sequence changed everything. So super impressive game from Derek White tonight. A lot of love going his way. Because this is a guy that's gotten a lot of hate from Celtics fans. So I'm very, very happy to see this kind of come to fruition for him. I talked about it in the preseason. His shot looked significantly better this preseason. Uh, But up until today, we haven't really seen it. He had a pretty solid game uh, against Miami. Didn't really do much uh, as far as the offensive side goes uh, against Philly on opening night. But this is a game where Derek White is stepping up. You know, Scal and Mike Gorman both said it. This is probably the best game of his entire career. Uh, so absolutely love to see that. Need to see more of it continuing. Like if we can have Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench, Derek White coming off the bench again once Robert Williams comes, this is a very dangerous, dangerous team. So 
Love to see it. Have to talk about Jason Tatum, though, here. Uh, I am very tired of hearing all of the Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown comparisons. I don't care. We don't need to know who's better or who's worst. They're both on the team. I'm very tired of talking about it. But tonight, Jason Tatum was far better. We'll leave it there. I'm not saying he's a better player overall. I don't really give a shit anymore. I'm done with the conversation. But Jason Tatum tonight, he has just continued to solidify his dominance. And if he continues driving, putting his head down and getting to the rack, this is a Jason Tatum that can legitimately have a chance at an MVP season. I know we've talked about it. I know there are a lot of Jalen Brown stands out there. I'm one of them. If you ask me who my favorite player on the Celtics is, I'm going to say Jalen Brown too. And I, I, like it is what it is. But Jason Tatum at the start of this season has been sensational. He hit 100 points in the first three games. So he's averaging 33 and a half points or whatever it is after three games. First player to do it uh, since Larry. Actually, he's the only player to do it. He passed Larry Bird, who I think had 96 points through three games. Uh, so this is this is Jason Tatum playing at an all like all time great level. Uh, obviously, I'm not expecting him to average 33 points a game. That number is going to come down, but it's the way that he's playing that is putting him at a different level. It's putting him at an MVP type level. The way that he's driving, the way that he's just being ultra aggressive getting to the basket. This is the Jason Tatum that we've been talking about for five years now, right? Took, he was four of 10 from three. Uh, numbers pretty good, right? You'll take that all day. Uh, but then he was, a, he was 10 of 11 from the field, from two. 10 of 11. It's near perfect. Like this is, this is Jason Tatum playing at an all-time level. He was 7 of 7 from the free throw line last game, literally yesterday. 8 of 9 from the free throw line today. Can't really, cannot ask for anything better than that. Uh, so really, really solid game from him. Added in, so 40 points, 8 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and 2 blocks. 1 turnover. That's it. 1 turnover all game long for him. Love, love, love to see that. So super impressive from both Tatum and Derek White today. Uh, outside of that, we saw a couple other guys step up. Uh, I think Grant Williams has continued to be spectacular. Uh, 13 points from him, six rebounds, two assists, two blocks. Uh, was a plus seven. Great. Uh, but you're also looking at just consistency everywhere. Three of three from three. Four of four from the free throw line. You go back to last year, up until, you know, honestly, about 60 games in, he was a 50, 40, 90 guy. 50% from the field, 40% from three, 90% from the free throw line. He's right around, he's, he's higher than those numbers so far this year, which is super impressive. Uh, and the thing that, again, has continued to impress me, and I've talked about it the last couple of games, the amount the jump that he's made from 
off the dribble is incredible. Like last year, I would cringe hard every time he put the ball on the floor. This year, he's throwing up fakes. He's driving to the rack. He's getting in ones. Like he's making the right reads and he's not turning the ball over. Like he looks good. He He's like super efficient out there. So really, really solid game uh, from Grant today as well. You know, while you know, we had a really strong performance overall from the bench, we saw 13 from Grant. Sam Hauser stepped up today, three of four from three, nine points. Uh, but we saw Malcolm Brogdon uh, sort of struggle again to see his shot fall. He was four of 10, one of four from three. But again, he's making the right reads. I feel like I'm going to continue talking about this. Hopefully not in the same breath where he's shooting 40% from the field. But he's making the right reads over and over and over. Like this was my talking point all last year with Derek White. Very rarely did you see Derek White make a bad play. He missed shots, sure. He wasn't a great shooter last year, sure. Malcolm Brogdon is making all of the same Derek White type plays. He's driving hard to the rim. He's creating extra possessions. We saw another night where he got an offensive rebound. I know he had three last night against Miami. Like he is making those hustle plays that you would normally see in like a rookie that's trying to earn his time. Malcolm Brogdon's going out there and making those plays. Uh, and it's just, it's impressive to see. This was a this was a fun game. I hate Terrence Ross. Well, actually, I, I genuinely love Terrence Ross, but he is just right at the top of the list with like Ish Smith as far as Celtics killers go. Uh, this guy, Terrence Ross, tonight torched the Celtics again. 29 points, 11 of 16 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. The guy, for whatever reason, if he played the Celtics, Every single game of his career, he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. The guy is just unbelievable against the Celtics. Him and Ish Smith drives me nuts. Uh, but this is, again, one of the like only players that just continuously tortures the Celtics. Don't like seeing it, uh, but you got to give the guy some credit. But you look at the way the Celtics played today, as far as like, positives are concerned you want to talk about efficiency on the offensive end at halftime we were shooting 52 percent from three 14 of 27 now you look at the the numbers at the end of the game we were 19 of 47 so you can do the math there we ended that second half shooting five of 20 so 25% from three, brutal. Again, first half, though, looked real good, real good. And again, first half, 17 assists on 23 field goals made. These are all incredible numbers. However, it did not last. It did not stay, uh, stay course throughout the remainder of the game. We had guys step up in huge spots. Uh, Obviously, the Derek Whites, the Jason Tatums. We saw Jalen Brown have you know a good quarter, I guess. Uh, but really, most of the offense relied on those two guys. 
you don't like to see that, but we're able to pull off a win, right? Like this is another, this is another circumstance. I talked about it in, in yesterday's podcast, like on days where Jalen Brown is not on or games where we're turning the ball over a lot or losing the rebounding battle, we lost those games every single time last year, right? Jalen Brown did not have a good game, but the Celtics pulled it off. Yes, it's not a good Orlando Magic team. They're 0-3 after today's loss. Uh, but this is a, a young team that is absolutely running the floor, sprinting the floor, chasing after every loose ball at all points. It's a tough out. They're not great, but they're certainly going to bust their ass trying to make it work. Uh, so this is another example of the Celtics pulling together a big win. And it, again, it's not perfect. And I'm going to talk about some of the negatives here. Before I dive into some of the negatives, though, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Whether it's betting on the Celtics versus Warriors, that NBA Finals rematch, DraftKings is your place to go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so let's talk some negatives here. Before we do that, actually, I, I just want to shout out myself here. For anyone that's actually going to watch the video of the podcast, again, you can find it on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I actually got the ads right this time. Got the video. We saw the stills. Great. Love to see it. Now, as far as the negatives go for today's game, 
you, you kind of have to look at the points, right? 120 points, the Orlando Magic. I talked about it before the break here. Uh, this is a team that is absolutely running and gunning the entire time. That's not really an excuse. You look at the Celtics last year, best defense in the NBA. Uh, this is not the same defense. And obviously we're missing Rob Williams. It's not the it's not the same defense partially because he's not here to actually play defense with us. Uh, but this is a this is not a great team, right? This is not a team we should be giving up 120 to uh, at any point, regardless of it being the second night of a back to back with Noel Horford and relying on Noah Vonley as a starting center. Right, I'll give Vonley some credit. Thought he had a okay game, played pretty well. Uh, it's tough when you're playing down without Robert Williams, without Al Horford. But the fact of the matter is, it's still the Orlando Magic. You should not be giving up 120 points to them. Uh, I'll say this: this game started off lazy. We were down nine four early. Uh, we were two of ten from threes in the third quarter. Uh, two of Five of 20 from three in the entire second half, which is brutal. Uh, but on top of that, like the Orlando Magic shot 44% from three today. Going back to last year, like on top of being the number one defense, we were the number one defense against three point percentage as well. And we just let that happen to the Magic. Right, like something isn't clicking. And again, I know Robert Williams isn't there. I know Al Horford's not there. I know that changes things. But our perimeter defenders are still there. Right? Like there's no excuse to be to be letting uh a lot of these guys on this magic team get anywhere near the numbers that they put up today. Like you look, you've got Terrence Ross five of eight. Okeke, two for two. Mo Bamba, one of three. Wagner, two of six. Like Cole Anthony, two of five. Everybody on their team pretty much hit threes at a pretty good clip. Like that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable for the Celtics team. Uh, again, they pulled off the win. You know, hands together, clap for them, three and oh, love to see it. But there are things to, you know, improve on. Jalen Brown was interviewed after yesterday's game against Miami. And one of the things that stuck out to me was he was like, okay, yeah, we played, we played great, but there are still a lot of areas of improvement. And that to me is a sign of a maturity from him because they're seeing that there are still issues that they need to resolve. But two, it's like, I don't think that's just him. The entire team knows that there's another step to get to like they saw the way they played last year throughout the playoffs making it all the way to the finals they need to fix these things in order to actually get back to the finals the eastern conference this year is stacked like i tweeted about this earlier philly lost tonight to the san antonio spurs and are now zero and three which i find absolutely hysterical but they're still a good team. You still have Milwaukee. You still have Brooklyn if you want to put them in the conversation. Like, there are a lot of really solid teams. Cleveland added some talent there, too. 
Like there are a lot of good teams in this Eastern Conference, and we need to get our defense back to that. You know, it doesn't need to be number one. I'm not saying that because our offense right now is clicking. Number one offense in the NBA. They showed the stat today during the game. Uh, obviously, small sample size. We're only three games in. Uh, however, the offense is clicking. The addition of Brogdon, having White kind of assimilated into the culture here, understanding the offense fully, like both of those guys have brought this offense to a completely different level. We need to get back to defense as well. It's It cannot be let's focus on offense. It needs to be, okay, how are we progressing? How are we making our defense the focal point again? And I know it's a different coach. Too. I know we're dealing with that. Uh, obviously, Ime preached defense. That was his philosophy, right? Joe Mazzulla, not exactly the same way. Like he talked about it in the preseason, like he wants to have a great defense, but he also realizes that they do have another element that they can play to, which is their offense. And it is quick, and I'll give him a lot of credit for it. Uh, but there are still some things that the Celtics team can improve on, which Kind of scary if you're looking at the way they're playing right now because they they look really good. Uh, one thing, one other negative, and this is, this is kind of nitpicking. Uh, Jason Tatum tonight, there was one play. It, was, it should have been called a foul. It was not called a foul early, first quarter. And he's sitting there arguing to the ref. And the Magic fly down the court. Wide open three because Jason Tatum was still complaining. Can't have it. Like, Emei talked about it a bunch last year. He was going to try and handle the refs. The players needed to just relax and focus on the game. We haven't really seen any of that. Jason Tatum still complains a lot. Needs to be fixed. Uh, I, I sort of have to talk about Marcus Martin, Jalen Brown. Before we before we hang the hang the mic up for the night, Jalen Brown was four of sixteen from the field, one of six from three. Really struggled tonight. Was not his game. Marcus Smart two of eleven, one of nine from three. I first off, I love Marcus Smart. They showed the stat earlier out of like one hundred and twenty possessions against like PJ Tucker. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, like Joel and actually I don't I don't think Joel Embiid was on that list. Tobias Harris, like James Harden. Out of 125 possessions, he gave up 11 points. Marcus Smart is a fantastic defender. Like defensive player of the year for a reason. Looks like it's possible to repeat at this point cuz he's continuing to do it this year. However, Offensively tonight, brutal, brutal. He ended the night, uh, also had two turnovers, which actually is a lot less than I thought. He had a couple of just horrible passes that ended up kicking off, you know, the Magic's legs, whatever. Derek White caught two of them, but they were terrible passes. So these are all little things that need to be fixed as well. Marcus Smart is at his best when he's running the offense, focusing on defense, not really throwing up a lot of shots. 
especially with the group that we have this year. We don't need him shooting. And I totally understand you need to be a threat. He doesn't really need to be that big of a threat. I like the games where he's right around, even go back to Miami, seven shots. Keep it around there. It's a fine number. It's a fine number. Either way, this is a big win. 126, 120 to the Orlando Magic. Celtics are 3 0. Love to see it. That's where we're going to hang things up for today. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Make sure to follow the YouTube page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, as well to channel. Subscribe, check the notifications. All of the live streams will pop up directly. Uh, and more importantly, make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five star written review. The more you review, the more you five star, the more people actually get to see the podcast when they start searching for Celtics stuff. So I uh, appreciate it. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon.